12 minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3 0. Call a second quickly, Origi! Yeah! 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 Welcome back to another episode of the Long Balls Podcast. It is I, Joey, here with Tyler and Ryan, getting ready to celebrate the new year in a day and a couple hours, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so how was your guys' holidays, your festive seasons? No, it was, it was wonderful. Thanks for asking, Joey. What did Just you get, get, Tyler? What I, what I get for Christmas? I got, a, uh, I got the jersey of the best... Um, the best, the uh, the best uh, route runner, uh, uh, run maker in the Premier League, Marcus Rashford. Oh. <laughs> okay, when you said route runner, I was yeah, I was like, oh, we got an NFL jersey. I was in, I was in a football mindset right there. I was, I was like, thinking about up. my championship game that's going to Week 17. That's dumb because I don't have Cook and Kelsey playing, which is terrible. But this uh, this Rashford jersey is sick. I got the cup jersey, so it's got like is the it jagged a real jersey. Yo, yeah, it's it's the real deal. It's not one of the what, not one of your two stripe Adidas jerseys. No, no, not like that. No, no, I buy the fake jerseys now for like fifteen dollars, and they look legit. Yeah, no, um, I don't think my parents know where to buy the fake. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't drop a hundred dollars on a real jersey now. Well, I wouldn't either, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> Ryan, what did you get for Christmas? Anything big? Um. I got the AirPods Pro because my sister's AirPods, for some reason, she can't call on them. So out of nowhere, my mom's like, all right, here you go. And your sister's getting your old AirPods. And I'm like, well, I'm not complaining. Oh, so Ryan getting the upgrade at the AirPods. Right, right. There, that's the yeah. older sibling, older sibling uh, advantage right there. Older you get sibling the, privilege. Yeah, yeah, you get the new gear and just pass on the old stuff. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. I would say that my biggest Christmas gift was the Steelers managing to win a game. (laughs) (laughs) That was very delightful. Yes. But we can get into some, some other kind of football as like the Europeans like to say our friends across the uh, Atlantic. Mm Mm-hmm. I had to think for a second which ocean it was. Oh gosh, Joey, Joey's uh, (laughs) a, you're really, technically you could get there if you go across the across the pacific you You just gotta go across all of asia and then you'd have to take the silk trail too right isn't (laughs) it silk road Road. (laughs) i was close enough i was close enough all right let's get into the action here we'll start with liverpool so each team played two games since we've last recorded so we're just going to talk about each team's like two games and who we think their best player has been over the last 12 months of 2020 a year to be forgotten for most, but mm. these players stood out above the rest. Oh, yeah. All right. So Liverpool, to the delight of fans across everywhere, like literally every other place besides Liverpool, the city, and even then only the red side. Right. <laughs> to the delight of everybody literally in the world, Liverpool dropped points in both their games. Mm-hmm. They, tied, they tied West Brom and Newcastle. 
Oh, this so, is brilliant. So Liverpool scored early against West Brom, and it was a nice ball. And then the dude, it was just bad defending. And Sadio Mane with a nice finish. And I was like, oh, gosh, this is going to be a blowout. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then they just didn't win. And then Big Sam willed his team big, big to get a Sam, tie. Big Sam Allardyce is undefeated in his last four games at Anfield. With yes. four different teams. Four, four different, different teams. teams. <laughs> it's West Brom, Sunderland, Crystal Palace. What's the last one? Is it Everton? Might be Everton. Oh, Everton, I think, was the most recent one. Yeah. So basically, yeah. But still, that's crazy. Like undefeated at Anfield in your last four games. Yeah, it is crazy. How many teams can say that besides Liverpool? <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't say any team or any person I can doubt say that. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, but hilarious though that they tie both of these games, and especially because they score one goal across both of them. Right. I think that's probably the bigger shock. Uh, it's especially the the way that both of these teams played. I think Newcastle actually Newcastle gave them more of a game than I mean, of course um, they would than West Brom. Uh, yeah, West Brom through the first what West Brom almost the first sat half had eighty whole game. <laughs> West Brom yeah. literally yeah, the... defended. But interestingly enough. West Brom finished with more shots on target than Liverpool. Wow. Yeah, with Liverpool had 17 total shots, but then only two shots on target. That's yes. terrible. So they only had four, they had four shots on target against Newcastle. So that's only six shots on target. You can't score unless you put balls on net. No. Yeah, the 80% possession means nothing when – Yeah, tell me about it. Freaking Man City, <laughs> that's all Man City does. That's true. But I mean, especially here in this in the Newcastle game, they missed so many big chances. Especially yeah. Salah, mm-hmm. two breakaway goals. Well, well, one's not necessarily a breakaway in the second half there, but he opens up to the point where it's just him and the goalkeeper. The shot that he gets, um, Mane had, misses a chance there. Um, he Someone... also gets pulled back on that that one. Firmino misses the header around like the sixty something minute. I think it was maybe later. Uh-huh. But there were quite yeah, a few chances. It was the 88th at minute, Firmino had the header that Darlow saved. And then our American boy, DeAndre Yedlin, cleared it. Yes. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was it. That, but there was two different ones, I think, that he has there in the second mm-hmm. half. Um, Darlow actually had a really good game, some great saves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did, so that's actually his, uh, I believe, his first clean sheet at a home game for Newcastle in three years. Yeah, I think that that's what I, I heard. I think that's as well. what they said, and I was just like baffled. But I guess he wasn't the starter the whole time. But no, he hasn't been their their main guy. But yeah, I just think that's hilarious. That is, um, but good, so, and good on him to get it against Liverpool. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So who do we think has been Liverpool's best player over the last twelve months? So it's interesting because I would immediately go to like Van Dyke, right? But he's but, been hurt yeah. for the last three. Didn't play yeah, obviously four. because of COVID for a couple as well. Right, but nobody did during that stretch, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could say Mane, probably the Mane, easier Salah. choice. Salah has been better than Mane this season, last season. Like, the, I feel like that the media, at least, hyped up Mane more than Salah. But this season, it's reversed somewhat. So Jordan interest- Henderson got hyped up. So, interestingly enough, right? Um, the player on Liverpool who has won the most man of the match awards is Firmino this season. 
Yeah. But I still think I would just still give it to Van Dyke just because of the presence he brings and what he does to the for the team. Yeah, I think the fact that they have missed him so much over um, over the last few months kind of goes to show how important the first part of the year was for him, especially carrying out that title, making sure that they didn't drop points mm-hmm. that were too many points coming in. Uh, I the sleeper pick I think for them could be Allison. And yeah. he does so much more. I saw a picture today of his positioning compared to Adrian's. Oh, I saw that as well. That was – it was, was shocking. Terrible. Really terrible. Allison was put himself in such good positions off of breakaways where he, um, he cuts off so much of the goal. So I don't, I don't know if I'm prepared to say that he's more important or they're, they're better player over the last year than Van Dyke but definitely somebody that should be in the conversation and that a lot of people won't put in the conversation. All right. Well, let's move on to Manchester United who tie Leicester and then beat Wolves on a very late goal from Marcus Rashford. Yeah. I thought Wolves had that tie in the bag. I thought so too. <laughs> but you look at the one dude um, just played that cross awfully. Who was it? I think it was... I think it was Max Kilman. It was the young guy that was back there. Like he just stepped in front instead of just playing goal side to Rashford. Mm. And I'm just, oh, I was so disappointed. Well, there was a, I think there, I forget who it was, but somebody had pulled up a few minutes um, before that with an injury. And um, it's also unlucky. it, it might've been Kilman. I'm not quite sure, but he pulls up with, um, he pulls up with something and Rashford said in his post-match interview that he knew that and tried to take the ball at him and then ends up making yeah, a mistake yeah. on that play. Yeah. He should. I mean, good for him. Good awareness. Yeah. Um, Sice had a really good game. De Gea had a great game in this as well. Mm-hmm. Roman Sice should yes. have scored like twice. Mm-hmm. Sice yeah. twice. Oh, it rhymes. <laughs> he, he looked really dangerous every time that Wolves had a set piece. Ruben Neves had a nice shot. Um, but you could tell at the end that Wolves were just dead. They, yeah. they looked really killed. Yeah. They, they were exhausted. And certainly, so this comes into question, the amount of rest that they were given. Yes. Coming into this game. So, man, they you could see extra day rest. One des- yeah, one day less of rest. Yeah. Um, they had just played Tottenham, although Tottenham didn't necessarily give them a whole lot to, to really work against in that game. But – for sure, there's not as much depth for Wolves, so having one less day is going to be more impactful on them than it is for Man U no doubt, no if doubt. it were the other way around. It's, it also goes to show – I mean, we were able to rotate quite a few players through this squad, and I think that's going to be the key going forward, especially right now. I feel very confident with a lot of people on this team, and I haven't felt that way about mm-hmm. Man U in a while. So I can actually – like I even though I don't think Matic should be in the starting lineup when we can try to put our best squad out there, I don't necessarily feel like he's that much of a downgrade uh, as opposed to McTominay or Fred. Mm-hmm. Obviously Pogba coming in, Van de Beek's on the bench, doesn't play either of these last two games. Um, uh, Prima Mandani. I, exactly. I think he will on, was it? The, in January the when first, he gets sold. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you <laughs> No, he'll, he'll play probably um, come the New Year's. I just year, remember my, my FIFA 20 career mode when I was the manager of Netherlands. 
I was like, oh, Donnie Vandevigo, he's not that great. And then I go in there, and his finish is 88 just randomly. <laughs> <laughs> and, right, that's just completely irrelevant. I think it's there's really no debate here about who Man United's best player has been over the last 12 months. Really, no, it's no question. Yeah. It's obviously Dean Henderson. <laughs> no, of course it's Bruno Fernandez. He's been balling. Totally changed the team. I mean, they're not in this position without him. That's he very, has... very clear. Or, I mean, arguably the best midfielder in the world right now, you could say. Certainly. Yeah. He's definitely playing like it, at least, with how much he's been involved and how he heavily is. reliant they are upon him. Mm-hmm. If he gets hurt, Man United – I mean, Man United are in the title race right now. Yeah. I know. I really am hesitant to, to talk if, about that. But If Man United were to win their next game, the game that they have in hand, 10 nothing, they would win the title if it ended <laughs> – Right after ended after that game. <laughs> what I mean, ifs, there, <laughs> there's three games left in the first round for Man United. Man United win all three. They're top because they play Liverpool. Right. That that's gonna be. I don't want to talk about title stuff. I'm. We're certainly in the conversation, but I don't want to say title race until after that game. And even if we lose as long as we put up a good performance and I think that we can maybe beat them the yeah, second yeah. time around, then I, I could be confident, but there's totally a possibility. We just get waxed like so the Tottenham game. Let's also keep in mind here, Man City and Aston Villa, both actually two games in hand and seven points back. Mm-hmm. I mean, this title yeah. race is going to be wide open. Liverpool are dropping points. Certainly more so than, predicted everyone's dropping points which is awesome it's crazy that aston that you can say manchester city and aston villa both have an opportunity (laughs) to assuming that they win both of their games to be one point back of the lead yeah i mean aston villa will obviously drop off as the season goes on but we'll get to that who knows i I don't they're 14 games in yeah i still think they drop i i don't I, i don't necessarily think that's wrong but I do think, especially you, Joey, who you said back when Leicester <laughs> won the league, I said you were like, there was no chance. chance. Yeah. Yeah. At that the was in January. Point. Yeah. So um, there's, they can definitely, teams can definitely do this. And if there's any year that they're going to do it, it's this year because people are dropping points all over. Obviously. Sure. Sure. Liverpool. Sure. So they're undefeated in their last five, but look who they've played. Wolves haven't been great this year. Burnley haven't been no. pretty poor. West Brom, been poor. Crystal Palace has been very inconsistent. And then Chelsea, who can't beat teams in the top half anyway. So, right. And then you look at their five games before that, and it's four losses to Leeds, Southampton, Brighton, and West Ham. That's fair. Um, I'm not going to sit here. What have they done against? I mean, obviously they smacked Liverpool, but I'm willing to say that game was like an yeah. anomaly. They do beat Leicester as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they play they Man United, so they play Man United in two days. Yeah, they play Tottenham in two weeks, and of course, they still have to make up the game against Man City. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I don't think that they'll finish in. I think a City will will right. jump into that let's, top let's five. Talk talk but, about Aston Villa in a little bit. Yeah. Let's get to Leicester at three. Um, they obviously tie Man United, tie Crystal Palace as well. A lot of teams just. Time. A lot of times. Lots of draws. I wonder yeah. if, it, if this is just down at to the, the end of the game. They just don't have the energy to yeah. push for the winner. Yeah, I mean, they're still like except <laughs> if you're Marcus Rashford. They're four points, four points back of Liverpool. They're doing good. Um, I think it's a pretty easy choice here for 
their best player the last 12 months as well. I think it's easy to just say Vardy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he scores pretty much all of their goals, most of their goals. He leads them in goals and assists this season. Yeah, for sure it's going to be Vardy. It has been for every season since, from, since 2015. Um, they, the, the game against Man U was pretty solid. Um, I definitely think that Man U should have won the game uh, just based on some really, really good chances that were missed by Man U. But, but fair play, yeah. Lever- or Leicester really um, – I mean, they had enough chances of their own too. You know, I was actually surprised that Leicester came out with more possession in this game than Man U did, uh, which doesn't happen very often for Leicester, uh, particularly against the, the top teams. So it, it was a good performance. Yeah, I think no. they're playing. They're playing well. Certainly picked it up. You know, just and then they really disappoint good. with uh, dropping points to Crystal Palace and having to fight back yeah. in this game as well. Although we should mention they penalty. heavily rotating their team in this one. Yeah. Yeah. No Vardy. No. No Vardy. Tielemans, Soyuncu. None of them started. Um. So yeah. Or Wesley Fofana in there either. So. Yeah, yeah and then, and the point. miss and then makes that penalty in the nineteenth minute. This could be a totally different game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Moving on to Everton, in fourth. Um. I mean. I'm obviously going to say Big Dom's been their best. But <laughs> since we've last recorded, they beat Sheffield 1-0 mm-hmm. off a late goal from Sigurdsson. And then they had their game against Man City mm-hmm. postponed due to an outbreak, which led to the a lot of rumors about the Premier League is going to take two weeks off, which they ended up saying we're not going to do that. Um, despite whatever happened in Man City, we still don't know all the details. And I think Everton has every right to ask for all the details. Because yeah. if it comes out that it was only Jesus and Walker that would have missed it and they canceled it because of that, that's I'd be extremely upset as an Everton fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and certainly you have to look at what 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 are the parameters for going forward for this too. Mm-hmm. So we get another game canceled, the Tottenham Fulham Today. game. Yeah. So Right. So when do these, at what threshold, what's, these, what's the standard? What's the yeah, number? Yeah. It's going to be weird too. Cause all you're going to have teams playing games midweek when they're not used to it. And especially a team like Man City, who's going to be in the champions league, they're going to have extra games to make up for the prem Certainly, yeah. games to worry about in which the premier league wants them to do good. And then obviously, cause if they do good, it looks good on the premier league in general, but like it's right. going to be hectic. And I think they, sh- I don't know how they're going to solve it. They're going to have to play midweek. Yeah. And you right. have, there's like definitely no the, extending. The team in the, I mean, Man City's in the Carabao Cup. They're in the FA Cup, so I believe. Like, it's yeah. going to be really weird. They're going to, they might be weeks where they play three games in seven days. The, uh, yeah. You could be looking at something like this Christmas period come yeah. March. Which would be really uh, unfortunate. Because yeah. there's no way they could, maybe they could mm-hmm. extend it a week. I, I It's, It'd be hard because they the Euros can't extend are going to start. Too much. Yeah, because the Euros, yeah. Um, so yeah. I, but yeah. maybe they get a, maybe they could fit a week in there, and that could give them enough time to make up some of these games. Uh, but, we'll but also, this is, a, this is a big game, too. So I whenever this just, gets – I say we, they just really simulate it on FIFA, see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine? Everything like, might have that, though. <laughs> big Dom, s- simulate three goals. 
Could you imagine <laughs> if, if they did that and then he wins the I Golden I mean, if boot? they put on live form, <laughs> Big Dom should be like an 89 overall. Uh, live form, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. I think we're all going to – are we all saying Big Dom? Yeah. I mean, it's Big Dom or Richarlison. Yeah, I want to give – yeah, I was going to say give Richarlison the honorable mention. I just think Big Dom's been too hot this season to not give it to him. And honestly, at the end of yeah. last season, he started to score some goals too. Yeah. He did. So we'll give it to him. And in fifth place, Aston Villa. So we've talked about them actually more than a little bit already, but <laughs> they beat Crystal Palace. This game was wild to me. I mean, they go down a man at, right before half and then yeah. dominate the second half, which is strange. Those are not. The only other time that I've seen that is when um, Bayern played yes. Man City in the Champions League. I was going to say the only other time I've seen a team dominate another game, a man down, is Bayern. They did, they've done it a lot, actually, in the Champions League. Yeah. I specifically remember they were playing Shakhtar and they went a man down in like the 10th minute and won the game like 7 nothing. <laughs> it, was some, it was something like that like they, someone got a red card super early and, and then Byron just like five nothing some five nothing six nothing something like that yeah it, it was very disappointing from palace to not be able to yeah, they, put I mean, anything up but, sure know. they had possession but they were they got hit on the counter a ton in the second half but it didn't even feel like they, they, they i mean they did really nothing with the possession um, yeah, it I mean, was Villa still gets they still outshoot Palace. Yeah, um, which is awful. I mean, they outshoot on target. Yes. And Villa, Villa hit the woodwork three times. Yes. <laughs> They're looking good. I mean, they looked good in this game. They looked really good. Um, it was really surprising for me. Um, and then they go out and tie Chelsea. Yeah. They yeah. they put up team performances too. I think that's the key for some of these teams. Mm-hmm is being able to put together, you know, have, have different moments of, of brilliance, sure, from players, but then also just get the job done as a team. There are some nice goals. Uh, the El Ghazi goal in the, the Palace game was sick. Um, yeah, and then he, El Ghazi scores again against, um, Chelsea. against yeah. Chelsea. Yeah, He's playing well. I think he's played well, but I think we are all going to say that Jack Grealish has been their man of the year. Yes. Yeah, it's an easy choice. He's been very talented. We'll see how long he stays there. I mean, I guess if they qualify for Europe, I think there's a chance he stays, but yeah. not a high, not a high one. If right, it, so if a team above him, as long as it's a, if so, if one of the big six clubs, if if one of them come and they're they finished above in this season, then I think he leaves. I mean, he's playing like he should be starting for England. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's a fair shout. There's a lot Absolutely. of English players that are not playing as good as they could be. Raheem Sterling, Jaden Sancho as well, I'll throw in there. Yeah. You just got to be like, yeah. if you don't perform, you're not in. He also does something for England that they don't have a lot of anywhere else, which is a creative midfielder. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that number 10 position, they I think – they don't quite have somebody like Grealish to fit in that. And yeah, Grealish I mean, likes to drift. He Phil, likes to drift Phil, Phil wide sometimes. Phil Fodden's too young. So right. if, they, yeah. if this was the World Cup in uh, two years, I mean, maybe we still see Fodden in there. That's or true, yes. we might see my boy Jamal Musalia. Who could also, who could, I think he's a fair shout to make the Euro squad TBH. He's been balling for Bayern. Um, but he also could go to Germany. So – just like off topic yeah. completely, he could play for Nigeria, England, or Germany. 
Well, related to that, Cristiano Ronaldo Jr. was born in America. Oh. So he, he could play for the U.S. The U.S. should call him up now. Give him a cap yeah. when he's like eight so he, like, he can't play anywhere else. <laughs> could you imagine if he picked America? That'd be wild. Honestly, oh, my gosh. From a monetary standpoint. Yeah. Might benefit if you're the him. captain of America. You'd have every soccer fan in America going crazy. It'd be interesting. But so I, I, on that topic, I heard this crazy stat that the, um, I, I don't know exactly how this worked out, but essentially more people in America watch Liga MX than they do MLS. <laughs> and that's wow. I just because of the I feel like that huge like Hispanic, the Hispanic population. population. Yeah, right. So they the percentage of that outweighs the um, like the everybody else in America who are interesting. Um, that's funny. But, but so the, I guess it shows you that there isn't as many Americans here watching as it as it could attract. Uh, you know, I don't know how much that would help him monetarily. All right. Well, moving on. And back to <laughs> what we should be talking about. Chelsea. Uh, we could be talking about anything. It's the long balls. <laughs> Chelsea in sixth. Um, you know, they lose to Arsenal here. And then they go out and tie yeah. Aston Villa. It's been a rough couple of – been a rough week for Frank Lampard. Yeah. Um, it's been a rough month for Frank Lampard. Yeah, you can definitely win. say that. Unfortunately, though, they have beaten a top-half team now. That West Ham are in 10th place. Mm-hmm. Saddens me to say that. Um, <laughs> their best player is a little more tricky to think of, right? If you're going like recency bias here, you might want to say Olivier Giroud. You could, you could Tam- say Edouard Mendy. Mendy, I mean, Mendy's mm-hmm. only played for a couple months, so I, I, I can't I give him the year for that. that. Yeah. Um, and honestly, the person that comes to my mind here. And someone I wouldn't expect to say myself would be someone like Mason Mount. Oh, God. Mason Mount. Mason Mount has their highest average rating in the Premier League this season. I I mean, I'll be honest. He has grown on me. I I didn't think – I didn't really expect him to find game time with this squad, but he's just more more used to the Prem than someone like Tim Turner, Kai Havertz. They're not used to the physicality of it. And yeah. certainly the injuries haven't played uh, – uh, you know, they've played in his favor. Um, yeah. With Z- Zayek being out. And yeah. Havertz having his own stint in Werner, but obviously Pulisic as well. He looked good yeah. in the game um, against Aston Villa. Um, he, he does something that's there that Lampard likes in his team. He's able to be a role player. In the, mm-hmm. in I mean, the team, he's more than he, like, jobs. He, he takes free kicks for them. Yeah, he he's very involved in the offense, and I I think he's really grown. He's he's been balling. If there's one player you could look at to say Frank Lampard's had a humongous impact on, it'd be him. Certainly, yeah. he was with him at Derby, and he's here now, and he's starting. Um, and I think he's my pick for it. I don't I don't want to give it to him. I I don't know why. I just don't want to give it to Mason Mount either, but. I don't know who else I would give it to. It's very hard. I mean, it's some somebody. Do you say 
I mean, you could just give it to Conte because the role he does is always going to go unnoticed. Yeah, yeah, but you could also give it to Tammy. That's true. Holding together, I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he holds I'm together. Upset that Pulisic has been hurt so much because yeah. when he's played, otherwise, he's been in amazing form. He has been balling. Um, side note: so Chelsea have actually won the second most penalties in the Premier League this season, and with five. And the team in I've first, I've seen this. I've the team, seen this. In, the team in first has ten penalties won this season, in sixteen games. Tyler, and it's not Man United. Tyler, do you want to guess who it is? Man United are tied for second with five. With five with Chelsea, I was going to say it's definitely not Man United. We haven't had that many. I, uh, this is going to be. This is just wild to me. <laughs> you said ten in sixteen games. Yeah, so there's a little bit of a hint, I guess. That they is played it Fulham? Games. It is not Fulham. No. Wait, Fulham's played fifteen. I think, right, because they had their game canceled. Uh, Fulham are in second with five and 15. Is it Arsenal? It is not Arsenal. All right, I It is Leicester City with 10 penalties awarded. Wow. Averaging a penalty every 1.6 games. That's wild. Uh, anyway, that is. completely side note, just complete side note, but it's just wild. <laughs> All right, um, moving on, Tottenham in seventh. And they tie Wolves and then have their game canceled against Fulham. Um, the Christmas period's getting to them. Mm-hmm. It's not just the Christmas period. It's really been – I mean, it's been everything since – gosh, I mean, ever since they beat City, I have been very disappointed with Tottenham. So they go yeah. – after that, City. they tied Chelsea – and then they beat, beat Arsenal. Arsenal, but they beat Arsenal. Okay, whatever. Whatever, yeah. Then they tie Crystal Palace, lose to Liverpool, lose to Leicester, tie Wolves. Right. And the tie against Ch- – they, they've played defensive games each time. I, they've totally yeah. lost what they had at the beginning of the season with Kane and Son. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't really understand why. I yeah. don't – I Mourinho wonder – free- He's not freeing them. He's not letting them – Well, Mourinho thing. came out and said that it's on them. He didn't instruct them to play that defensively against Wolves after they conceded the goal um, early on. And I wonder if they have a problem switching on and off. So they're like in this mode now that Mourinho's instilled in the club of, all right, we're up a goal, we defend. Like we're winning, we defend, and we play on the counter. And they just get so locked into that, they can't change it up based on who they're playing. And it's not necessarily down to – Mourinho but down to the players and maybe they're stuck I, I really don't know it's frustrating because I was right. really yeah, looking yeah. forward to some of these players that they've yeah, got for sure um I think this is between one or two players for their player of the year I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Mr. Harry Kane yeah I really actually don't think this son can have I mean you have to mention him obviously but I think it's it's far and away Harry Kane Harry Kane gives sons these goals yes I mean, yes he scores yeah. some really really great goals yes. son does by himself but Next, allows him to do that. next up in eighth place, we have Manchester City, who beat Newcastle, who Liverpool just tied, um, <laughs> in a dominant fashion. I mean, they only scored two goals, but that is the new Man City. I mean, Tottenham beat Man City when Liverpool all right, all right, all right, beat all right, Tottenham. All right, all right, all right, all right, calm down here. But you look at Man City, they're just not giving up a lot of goals. I mean, they yeah, give up 12 they give up, conceded. They give up one to West Brom. 
unbelievably, but yes, that happened. But you look at it, shut out, shut out. One against West Brom, shut out, shut out, shut out. Loss against Tottenham. Um, Is Tottenham the only game they've conceded more than two goals or more than one goal? No, they lost to Leicester 5-2. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. That was a, that was an ugly game to watch. Ugh. That was a great um, game to watch. <laughs> but, yeah, this COVID outbreak, we'll see what the reality of it is. Um, I just want to say this now. Like, I think that Manchester City did some great business this summer. Ruben Diaz transformed the defense. And Ferran Torres, absolute bargain. Yeah. He's been Aaron really productive Torres. as well. Yeah. Um, I think they, it's another easy choice here for player of the year. Just give it to Kevin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly uh, coming off uh, the end of last season. Although if, player of the year. if we had to give like a most improved award out, I would say Jao Cancelo easily takes it. I would agree. He's, he's been, he's transformed he into a, a lot, into one of the best outside backs in the Prem. Mm-hmm. It yeah, played really well. Took a year, but he's there. And it's yeah, maybe delightful. maybe it's come down to also the change in in um, the change in tactics and trying maybe. to shore up the rest of the defense. Having maybe, maybe but Jao Cancelo has not really been considered a defensive fullback. No, for, <laughs> but but maybe the career. rest of it allows him to to, to have more freedom, to, to freedom and in uh, feeling a security, so he has a little bit more confidence. Yeah, and yeah. if he makes a mistake, who's there to cover for him? Yeah, very true. Um, but yeah, he's been balling. Um, uh, Man City have their game today or recently against Everton. Um, canceled, which was kind of a bummer. Right, which we we said earlier when obviously, we talked about Everton. Yeah, obviously, Big Dom probably would have bagged a, a couple, but Man City would have gotten the job done in the end. I think probably a, probably a one nothing game here. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's. Oof. Yeah, that's going to be an interest. That's going to be. I, I was really looking forward to this game too. I think it'll be really interesting mm-hmm. uh, when it ever does get played, just because it's so. T- I mean, it's just so tight at the top. But this, this this game could mean so much. All right. Yes, it could mean a ton. Man City need to win it now. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, Southampton ninth place, and they tie West Ham. And also Ty Fulham. Another two-draw team here. These are pretty disappointing draws for them. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly coming off of a pretty good stretch of form. Uh, being high up in the table. Yeah. You know, obviously coming off the loss of City, one nothing. That's still, I think, a good performance from them overall. But now you're talking about how they have scored one goal in their last four games. And that came against mm-hmm. Arsenal. Um, Danny Ings needs to get firing again. He's gonna be he's gonna get my vote for their player this year. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. deservedly so. I don't really know. I mean, you could give it to James, I guess James Word Prowse, but I think it's got maybe. Danny Ings. Yeah. Danny Ings just scores too many goals for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's I totally agree. Man. I don't think it's any question. It's Danny Ings. But yeah, totally, really disappointing from Southampton. Zero, 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 zero. I guess the good news there is they don't concede, but I, I was hoping for more. The good news is that <clears throat> for them, they've they performed really well up to this point. So they've put themselves in a good position where 
they've set themselves up to be in, in contention for Europe. Uh, 26 points with 16 played. So there's teams around them that have games in hand. Yeah, I think we'll look at them finishing around here by the end of the season. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but moving on, in 10th place, we have West Ham now, who uh, yeah. unfortunately, them being here means Chelsea have beaten a top half team, like I said earlier. But <laughs> <laughs> they have two draws as well. A lot of draws. Uh, they tie Brighton 2-2 two to two and then tie West Ham 0-0. Zero zero. But they fought back against Brighton twice. Goals coming from the youngster Ben Johnson and then the late one from Thomas Suchek. Both from set pieces. I believe. I believe Ben Johnson's was from a set piece. Maybe not. Mm. Might, might have just been a cross. I might be getting my goals mixed up. But Suchek's definitely was. Unless I'm wrong about that, too. I might be thinking about a completely different game. I can't even remember. They were crosses at the very least, close enough to set pieces. I know for a fact they were both crosses. Um, But yeah, this was a pretty even game. It was entertaining to watch. Um, Yeah. yeah. The Brighton putting up up goals, two goals at least to me. That's what they're going to need to do to to stay up. Yeah, for sure. Make sure they score. And then we have to look at who their player of the – year has been um and i think you just got to give it to mikhail antonio for what he did last season oh he's also second right now on their team in goals he's hurt right now i believe Mm -hmm. that's why he hasn't been playing recently but he actually played against southampton but that was his first game back he played 13 minutes yeah first game back in a month um he's when he's on he's on i mean i think thomas suchek Mm -hmm. is a fair shout here as well they brought him in, yeah, from, and he's been balling. Jared Bowen as well, balling. But you'll, if you know me, you know I, I hype up Jared Bowen. He's a, he's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Declan, Declan Rice, Declan uh, Rice, solid as well. Yeah, I think I don't know. You, I think I would label Declan Rice as their best player, but I don't know if I would give. Him but I think goal, goals year. come at a premium, and I think the goals are. Yeah. Mikhail Antonio can fully a back line. Yeah, Mikhail Antonio can do anything from wing back to striker. I mean, he could probably play center back too. I, I mean, he's got the build. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to go with Declan Rice because I think he deserves the the recognition. So we could split that here. But all right, and then we'll move on to 11th place, Leeds United. No team in world football is as entertaining as Leeds. No, no. I really, there isn't. Yeah. So let's just <laughs> look at it, like the total goals in their games in the last couple of games, right? So five goals in their game between West Brom and Leeds. So Leeds win their last two games, beating Burnley one nothing, West Brom five nothing. So you have five one, and then eight seven, three four, and just yeah, like that's a lot of goals. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, a lot of goals. They're it's not insane. scoring all They have them, but... seven wins, two ties, seven losses, 30 goals scored, 30 goals conceded. <laughs> I mean, that's just <laughs> crazy. That's exciting. <laughs> that's, that's good enough for the second worst defense in the Prem. And somehow they're in 11th, which is, I mean, they're, they're bagging them. Yeah. 
they're bagging them with the best of them. Patrick Bamford's out here looking like a stud with 10 goals, although <laughs> he's not a stud. Uh, <laughs> All right. But Go. he does have the most what, – what is it? The most goals for a player for a promoted team? Like Through ever? 15 games. Not ever. Not, ever, not since um, this – this millennium. So since 1999, 2000 season, and I forget who exactly who that was, but they had 13 goals. So Bamford has 10 through 15. They, it was 13 through 15. Yeah. I mean, the next person on their goal list has three. They're pretty yeah. reliant on Patrick Bamford to bury one out of the five chances he gets a game. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> they, they go five goals against West Brom. He doesn't score a single one of them. So Very even true. though the next is three goals down, they're actually really spread out from there. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if, so he has a third of their goals, right, Ryan? You said 30 goals they've yeah. scored so far? Yeah. Right. So Bamford has 10 of the 30. So 20 goals are spread out from the rest of their lineup. That's that's decent. I don't, I don't know the percentages usually on a top striker split. It's like if you took Big Dom at Everton, <laughs> Everton has scored 26 goals and Big Dom has, what, 11? So he has a higher percentage of their goals than uh, Bamford does. Yeah, I think it's different because Leeds just pour them all in. But, like, so, interestingly enough, would you believe it that Leeds actually, in their, in their 16 games, they have six clean sheets, meaning they've given 30 goals up in 10 games. <laughs> that's wow. uh, it's, that's pretty bad which I means mean, when they give up goals they give up three goals a game <laughs> yeah and, and their clean wild. sheets are not against their clean sheets are against bad really bad teams they had they do not have a clean sheet against an attacking team i <laughs> i don't believe i could be wrong they yeah uh, i mean they're actually second to last place in goals conceded per game obviously second worst defense west brown only the only team with more they um, actually have clean sheets against arsenal everton Villa, <laughs> so Everton and Villa. <laughs> yeah, not including Arsenal. I just think that. that's really funny that like, <laughs> and they're actually third in the Premier League in average possession. Yeah. Um. That being said, they just give up way too many goals. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think we look at them finishing around mid-table, probably. Um. I'd like to say mm-hmm. honestly around where they are right now. Maybe a little bit higher. Yeah, I actually think they go a little. I think they could go a little lower. down. I think it could Arsenal go probably moving up. Oh, very Wolves true. could move up. Yeah, true, true, true. But West I could Ham also see West Ham down. going down. Yeah, West right. I agree. Down. And Southampton could go down. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, I think they finish around mid table though. Probably. And I think yeah. their best player. It's it's. <laughs> I don't. It's Patrick Bamford. I don't I don't want to say the Bamf, but. He's been balling. I would say Calvin Phillips has a shout as well. But Bamford's been scoring so many goals. It's hard not to give it to him. Yeah. I, I'm doing it just out of spite for you, Joey. I'm picking Bam. <laughs> All right. I want well, another – I have a thing that – well, we all realize it, but just to quantify it. So Bamford has 10 of Leeds' 30 goals. Son and Kane have 20 – have 19, sorry, of Spurs' 26 goals. Two players, but still, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, going down to Wolves in 12th. Um, 
You look at what they've been doing. Lost to Man United, tie against Tottenham. They look just tired. We talked about them a little bit when we were talking about the Man United game. It was they got the short end of the stick, not having a lot of rest. Uh, but they have yeah. some nice young players. I mean, Pedro Neto's looked good. Roman Sace looked really good. Adama's yeah. been struggling though. They're mm-hmm. they, they're a big guy. Hasn't been doing yeah. what he's supposed to be doing. He's he's gone on a few good runs here in the last few games. He, ha- he hasn't scored a goal he, in over a year. He hasn't scored, right. Yeah. His lack of end product. He just likes to play against Man City. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It it is frustrating. Well, I wouldn't say frustrating, but um, but just interesting how much we talk about him as this. I mean, such he, a big player on Wolves. He was but, linked with like an eighty million dollar move. I know. Yeah. And, he, and I thought I, that was overpaying for him, but like Wolves should have taken that. If like, if they actually got that offer, they should have been like, "Yes, get him out of here." Oh yeah, probably. Obvi- obviously, they've proven their scouting department can find talent. Yo, yeah. I really don't think he's that good. I think he was overhyped back. Oh, me too. When... Me too. I, I think he's I a mean, big. When... Sorry, you go. You go ahead, Ryan. I was going to say, when your scouting department only lives in one country, it's not hard <laughs> to find the best people from that country. That's I true. I guess that's fair. Um, but I think it's a rather easy choice for their player of the year and just giving it to Raul Jimenez. Yeah. He's been yep. hurt right now. Don't know how long he'll actually be out for. They're um, certainly hurting for him. They definitely need him back, though, soon. Yeah. Going down to 13th, we have Arsenal. who uh, Markel Arteta was feeling the heat. And he delivered two wins. Pulled out, pulled yeah. an ollie out so of the head. <laughs> they beat Chelsea. This game was kind of funny where you have Laka, Shizaka, and Saka scoring. Oh. <laughs> Martin Tyler making the joke, too, I yeah. think it was, in the, yeah. <laughs> in the yeah. broadcast. Bukaya, Bukaya Saka says that he chipped Mendy on purpose and that it, it, was, wasn't, that's a, and that it I, wasn't a cross. That's the biggest lie. Really um, honestly, though, I kind of believed it. In real time, it looked like it, he did it on purpose. Um, you can see, though, in, in the replay, he looks – He looks okay, – I mean, he could teammates. look, obviously, because he's thinking about it and then just decides yeah. not to play it. But uh, Audacious, if it was on purpose, kudos to you. Um, this is someone that could also be starting for England. At, at outside, yeah, back. he's played very well. Yeah. I think it depended on how what could... for me what England want to roll out. He definitely should get minutes. I mean, ah, he's a solid. He's solid. a really solid wing back. In fact, I'm willing to say I'm. Ooh, I'm honestly about to give wow. him their player of the year over Aubameyang. I mean, if you look at if the you look past at the, few months, the if calendar you... year, Bukaya Saka has been balling. But do you weigh since the season restarted so, that much significantly more than last season? So, I mean, we gave Van Dyke the player of the year for, or, yeah. or for Liverpool, and he's been out <clears throat> for a significant period of time here. And then, although I guess you could say that he, he didn't regress, it's just necessarily – it's just an so, yeah, injury. Yeah, but I mean, last year he finished it with one goal and five assists. I guess that's not as much as a Bam Yang's – goals but i think bukaya saka is a second place in this i think it's hard not to give it to a Bamiang. but saka definitely deserves a shout because he's been a lone bright spot even when they've looked bad yeah, yeah. i'm giving it I, to I, a Bamiang. 
I'm giving it to Aubameyang too. I, I don't really care how bad he's been over these last few months. I know it's it's really poor, but the whole team's been poor. So if yeah. you're gonna pick out a player, um, no, I, I think, think it, it, I think what he did last season is just you know from yeah all yep. of the second half of last season. All right, and then we're gonna move to Newcastle, who lose two nothing to Man City, and then go ahead and get a draw against Liverpool. They got a short end of the stick with that schedule and playing Man City and Liverpool back to back. I mean, they surely would have seen this and been like, all right, two losses. Let's limit the damage. But they only give up two goals in the two games. Get a point. Yeah. Good for them. They're, they were trending down. They were not in the best of form going into those games either. But uh, no, especially conceding five to lead. I mean, they lost to Brentford in the Carabao Cup too. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, they're uh, they looked good. They if they can play like this every week, they shouldn't be in a relegation. They really shouldn't be in a relegation battle uh, anyway. But I don't even think I, I don't think they are. I think I you think look at them finishing around here in the table as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I the, around this this part of the table, I think there's like two groups. I think from Arsenal up. Yeah, to about that... City, it will all switch around. So that's Arsenal, Wolves, Leeds, West Ham, Southampton. I think all four, all six, or all five of those teams could could all I, change I, spots. I there. think you could also see Aston Villa dropping into that group. You could, yes. I, mm-hmm. I don't, but uh, maybe. Um, and then I think from there, it's Palace and Newcastle are in like their own weird pa- Palace, two Newcastle. Group. Yeah, like they're they're should be safe, but like they should be good. And then I think from there down, it's the relegation yes. guys from Burnley, Burnley. Right in and West Brom and Sheffield. Um, given Newcastle's player of the year award, um, it would be easy to say Callum Wilson just because he has eight goals and three assists in just this season. Yeah. Um, it could be. But he's only been but there. He, but he's only the been season. there for, for half yeah. the year. Alan St. Maximin was balling out last year when he's healthy. Um, yeah but like not putting up those numbers balling out honestly like I'm willing to just give it to Callum Wilson it's hard I mean then I, I it, there's not a lot of people that to me that stand out in this team there's a lot of, no. of decent players who each have streaks yeah but no playing one well that really stands out so season I'm willing to give it to Callum Wilson just on the basis of how strong he has started this season. I'm fine with that. I would agree. All right. Well, and, moving on, let's talk about Crystal Palace. Oh, I just wanted to say that Newcastle-Liverpool game, there were so many – we talked about a little bit with Liverpool, but uh, really fair play to, to Newcastle for all of their clearances off the line too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we talked about the keeper, but – Yes. All right. Crystal Palace. So obviously they got smacked up by Liverpool seven nothing, and they followed that up by going a man up against Aston Villa, and then proceeding to lose three nothing. Um, right. This is a poor performance, and then they first followed that up with a draw against a Leicester team. Granted, Leicester's B team. Um, but still, good yeah. point for them. Good point. Um, yeah, they're just really. Volatile, really inconsistent this year. Yeah, inconsistent's the right word. I mean, word. they I, smacked Leeds. They smack West Brom and then get smacked by Liverpool 
and honestly, I'm just gonna say smacked by Aston Villa, even though it was only three nothing. They got no. Smacked. That's fair. They, you get smacked if you if you can see three goals and you're up a man. You get you got smacked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd say normally like, the threat threshold's probably like four or five goals at the minimum for a smack, but like. Yeah. Being a man up Can, and, give, and conceding three. Yeah. I mean, they only gave up two of those a man up, but still. No, yeah, still. Yeah. You, you didn't score at all. Yeah. yeah. And uh, also earlier in the season, they lose by they lose 4 nothing to Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. So they, they're just a weird team. And they beat Man United. <laughs> beat Man United first game of the season. Very, tied very Tottenham on a late. Yeah. They, they should be fine. And I think it's a really easy award for them to give out. Just give it to Wilf. Yeah, he's their main source of offense in general. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's an easy one. And then below them we have Brighton. Oh no, we have Burnley. Burnley. Yeah, yeah, Burnley, who beat Sheffield United but lose to Leeds. Won nothing in each of those games. Beating Sheffield just doesn't even count. It's three points at this point. Yeah, yeah. Sheffield are like they're just. It's rough. Honestly, they could, they, like, they'll probably win one game, but 10 points for them, even reaching that at this point, is looking rough. It's a bit out there. Yeah. I mean, two through a third, over a third of the season. It's, well, let's talk about Burnley. Random stat here. You know me, I love my stats. So Burnley's only goal in their last six away games, so Leeds, Aston Villa, Arsenal, Man City, Brighton, and West Brom being those games, their only goal was scored by a Bamiang, <laughs> in which was an own goal that got them the win against Arsenal. Yeah. Um, so they're just very much struggling away from home. <laughs> yeah. That's just a funny stat. They could find them. I mean, they are in the relegation battle here. They could, like, if they continue to drop points, if West Brom, I mean, Big Sam's known to turn things around to be the savior. Mm -hmm. Um, Fulham have looked better, too. They could be in trouble. I think there's only one team right now that we can really pencil in as you're getting relegated. Yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah, it's... Especially Burnley's only scored one more goal than Sheffield too. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. really concerning to but me. But they do really have a better. They, but they have four more wins, and that's ultimately right. matters. But but going forward, I I would be concerned when you look back at Brighton, who's scored double as many point uh, as many goals as they have, and yeah. Fulham, who's scored four more. Even West Brom has scored two more. I it, I would be concerned. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, no, for sure. All right, let's talk about Brighton. I thought they would be doing a little bit better. Well, who's Burnley's player oh, of the correct. year? correct. My bad. Burnley's player of the year. I mean, it's got to be like Nick Pope, Ben Me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Ben Me, just because. Um, I think Nick it's got to be Nick Pope. Nick Pope, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, finished the season tied for first or in second with clean sheets last year? I think it was tied for first, right? I, oh, I remember that being a big you. thing going into the the um going into the final day with mm-hmm. Ederson. But I'm not sure, but I'm gonna go ahead and just give it to Nick Pope. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna go with my draft pick, Ben Me. 
especially getting the goal against uh, I don't remember what, what uh, he scored. I guess he scored well, it had to be Sheffield because he did. They he didn't score against, against, okay. he scored against yeah. Sheffield. I have it. I have the definitive clean sheet results. Nick Pope was second with fifteen. Did yeah. Ederson, how many Ederson of those came in twenty? Ederson had sixteen. Okay. And then, all I gotta say is. From looking at this, it seems like Manchester United had 26 clean sheets because both Dav De Gea and Dean Henderson had 13. <laughs> so is that all competitions? Wait, no. No, like it's Dean just Henderson in the Premier League. Yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah. But it's weird because they have them listed on the Premier League website as Manchester United for last That's season. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> 26 yeah. clean sheets. Um, right. If you're listening right now, Premier League Here's website, a... you should change that because that's <laughs> right. very misleading. Here's a little quiz. Who has the most clean sheets this season? That's a good one. This season? Is it not Ederson? No, he's tied for second. Um... Oh, what a shame. I just saw it. Um, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to ruin the surprise here. But is interesting. it Hugo Lloris? It is not Hugo. No. This is interesting. So it's actually Emiliano Martinez. Aston Villa. Oh, he's been playing really good. Really been, good. Yeah, really good. For sure. I, good. He said it himself. Leaving Arsenal and going to Villa was a step, step up. up. <laughs> That's, yeah. I mean, I would disagree with that. But I oh, think my... if you're saying, like, right now, he's kind of playing out of his mind. He will not continue to play this good the rest of the season. I don't know. He he looked a better cool. goalkeeper in some matches for Arsenal than Leno. Form is temporary. Class is permanent. Wait, and I don't think he has class. I think it's I think it's just in form. All right. Well, yeah, but, uh, I just we I've shouted out Ben a few times about this pick uh, about Martinez or this this take. He had said that he he might have wanted Martinez over Leno and uh I think that's that's what you're looking at. Yeah. Maybe that's Arsenal backup goalkeepers have shown that they are more successful than Arsenal starting goalkeepers. Just look at yeah. Chesney. Chesney. <laughs> yeah, that was strange. But all right, what was that thing that Chesney said about? Um, he's like the best goalkeeper in the world because he were he replaced like Buffon, Buffon and yeah, yeah. And all these others. <laughs> he is also yeah. a, a FIFA and he's fish. still only thirty years old, which is crazy. He was yeah, insane that's in FIFA nineteen, I believe. Okay, moving on to Brighton. They tie West Ham. Talked about that a little earlier, and they lose to Arsenal. Um, yeah, <laughs> not too Brighton much. Brighton are being Brighton. There's a couple nominees here for their Player of the Year. You could go ahead and give it to someone like Pascal Gross, Sadi March, um, Neil Mopé. Of course, he's been scoring most of their goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you could go for the little unconventional here and say Lewis Dunk, their captain. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, Tariq I mean, Lamptey? No, Tariq. Yes. Lamptey's only been this year, though. Mm. Yeah. I don't believe he played for them last Was season. It? No, yeah, you're right. I think you're right. Um, I do not believe Lamptey played for them last season. All right. I'm going to have to throw my vote in for Mafe. Just because when they played Arsenal last season and Gendouzi <laughs> said he got paid more than everyone else, Mape was on like 5K more a week than Gendouzi. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I I think Maupay's fair. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Lewis Dunk. He holds it down for them. I know they've conceded a lot, but without him, they would have conceded much, much more. Very true. Although Maupay no, is so really their only goal source. Lamptey completed his transfer January of this year. Okay. So he's in the shout. Though I think it's I think it is Maupay or Maupay. All right. Well, let's talk about Fulham, who tie Southampton and then have their game canceled today. Um, Fulham are about to finish the season with all draws. They they have lost one of their last six games against Man City, and they're undefeated in four. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Low um, scoring draws. That being said, Only... they're all draws, but points are points when you're in the relegation battle. And those four draws have seen them climb to where they're two points out with a game in hand. So they win that game in hand. If Let's say they were to beat Tottenham, they would not be in the bottom three. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't think they'll beat Tottenham, though. <laughs> probably not. Probably tied Tottenham. Um, yeah, with a late equalizer. <laughs> yeah, Probably, if we're just being honest. From, like, Lookman. Now, their That's player cool. of the year is a little bit harder. Because you have to take – you got to think about the championship as well. Um, Did you watch <laughs> Yeah, I heard video. that. <laughs> I, did, I was scrolling through Foot Mom and a video just popped up. I didn't even click anything. <laughs> um, yeah, so – I think Mitrovic was really like their big goal scorer, but he hasn't done much yeah. this year. That looks bad on Ryan. Ryan's big prediction was Mitrovic was going to score more than Timo Werner. Correct. I mean, if he if Mitrovic just starts playing in that the end of the Mitrovic, for the next half of the season and Werner Mitch, continues his form, Mitrovic is only two possible. goals behind. Yeah. Um. I'll go ahead and just give it to Mitrovic for what he did to them in the championship, but. This year, I mean, this year their best player has been Adam Lookman, who I'm a huge fan of as well. Yeah, he's but been also balling. actually, you know what? No, it has been Frank Andre Frank Zambosa. Am I saying his name right? He's been balling recently. He only has two assists, but if you look up the numbers that he puts up, I believe he has the most successful dribbles in the Premier League, mm. or most successful take on something like that. He's been balling. Um. But yeah, Fulham. Not much, too much to talk about. They have a fair chance of getting relegated, which which we did mention with Bamford. Um, we we had just mentioned about Mitrovic about goals in the championship last season. Bamford definitely um, helped that so much get promoted Leeds yes. and win the championship. Yes, for sure. All right, yeah. moving on to West Brom. Oh, I mean, Big Sam's back. They tie Liverpool and then get smacked up by Leeds. Um, yeah. To give out their best player, um, I think <laughs> it's just tough to give anyone it. But I think it's got to be. Agreed. I mean, even though he's only been here this season, Matthias Pereira. Oh, he's a baller. Yeah, he is a baller. He's actually hasn't been starting the last few games. He's been on the bench. Mm. I mean, Callum Robinson also scored a lot of their goals. Actually, they just got him from Sheffield. He was not on the team in the championship. Um, I'm giving it to uh, 
Oh, he was on their team. I lied. He was on loan. I'm going to give it to Matthias Pereira. How about Branislav Ivanovic, the fact that he's still playing in the Premier League? <laughs> I can't believe he's still playing. He's just he's so old. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Sheffield. Um, they just look real poor. We've talked about it. They mm-hmm. lost to Everton. They lost to Burnley. Both of these only won nothing defeats, and they've only mm-hmm. given up one goal in each of their last three games. They only have one point, though, in those games. They can't mm-hmm. score. I, and I they don't ever look like they're going to score. Yeah. <laughs> I can't comprehend how – in the same calendar year, you go from being in a Europa League spot to being 20th in the league and having no one giving you any shot of not yeah, getting relegated. Very true. How many total points in 2020 have they gotten? I wonder how many points they got at the end of the last they season. They struggled <laughs> at the end of last season. They were terrible. They were awful. I mean, they've been – they've continued this run. I bet I mean, it's less than 20 points. Everybody loves their manager, but, like, at a certain point, you need to switch things up. Yeah. And oh my gosh, it is time for my favorite stat ever. (laughs) So Sheffield United's best player this season has been Ethan Ampadu. He has their highest average match rating. That being said, their player of the year in total probably has to be David McGoldrick because he's the only one that scores goals. He's the only one with more than one goal this season. Wow. How many does he have? Like three? He has four. Oh, wow. So, but I will – Ethan Ampadu is their best player overall, though. I'm just saying. He, he, it's a shame, but I think this might be good for him to experience relegation and then get yeah. to play in the championship for a year. And then when he's back in the prem, because either they get promoted or, like, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, we need an Ethan Ampadu on our team. Yeah. It'll be good for his character. And then he goes to, like, Leeds – Oh, stop it. Kicks Calvin Phillips out of the lineup <laughs> just because he's better than him. He, he more or less is the same player as Calvin he's Phillips, so but he's better. Just wait. Yeah. Just wait for him to be unleashed fully. Mm-hmm. He'll be playing for Real or Barca in a couple years, no doubt. And with that... No, he'll be, he'll be getting benched for Mason Mount in Chelsea. <laughs> and, and with that, we move on to the Beard's best all right, coming dun, 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 dun. off of not a great, not a great weekend. The beard needs um, to channel himself here. The, the beard needs really to, yeah, to I come think, up with something. I think what needs to happen is that you need to touch your beard as you make the bets. I think that might okay, work. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that might work. Right. It's like a genie. We're gonna, we're gonna will it. You're gonna manifest this. Manifest. Manifest destiny. So, first one, and this is – we're taking a cheap pick here because we got to – we got to – I might – all right. I might give Sheffield their first win by picking against them, and I'm going to pick Palace. Yeah, I was about to plus, say. Yeah. Plus 102. <laughs> they're, home, they're the home team, and they're, only, and they're plus one. That's really like, – honestly, Sheffield have a fair oh. shot to win this game. Although Crystal Palace did yeah. just rest people. Oh, no, yes. they didn't. Well – no, some not really. Some. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Honestly, I could easily see Sheffield win this game. That being said, I could also see this being a Wilford Zaha game where he just has. Yeah. yeah I, I just I we got I got to throw that one in there. If I lose it, that just means I sh- we should stop this segment because <laughs> I am. All right. I'm still up money, so we, that has to be thrown in there. <laughs> All right. What but else you got? Then Wolves over Brighton plus one eighty two. Maybe okay. another cheap pick there, but Brighton has. It looks good. Uh, yeah. Recently. I mean, neither have looked great. Miss, missing Jimenez has hurt them. Mm-hmm. And then 
Man City over Chelsea. Uh, okay. plus if, if this game is to be played. If this game is to be played. Now, I think hopefully enough of City – I'm banking on not important players of City having COVID. <laughs> yes. Um, and you're also talking about a Man City team that just doesn't score. Hopefully this forces Aguero to start. <laughs> right. So <laughs> – it, this this would be a contingent pick. This could be canceled if if it comes out that like all of Man City starters have COVID and they have to play a youth team against Chelsea. Right. Then that, then that doesn't get placed. <laughs> any, so it's a tentative. Any other final comments, questions, concerns? I feel like a teacher. I have a question. What is the line on the Tottenham Leeds game? That's a good one. I saw that. Um, I can bring that up pretty quick. That is take on... the over in the goals. Ooh, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's so, the over? So the over have... is three and a half. <laughs> three and a half. Oh my god. Never mind. Take the under. Yeah, <laughs> three and with Tottenham, half. I would take the under on that. Tottenham's gonna go up one nothing and just defend, but like Leeds could definitely just pour them in. But is this the game that Tottenham tries but to turn it Tottenham around? But then Tottenham could just expose Leeds and then yeah, Sun yeah, could yeah. end up with like four goals. Yeah, you might as well take the bet on uh, Hyung Min Sun anytime goal scorer in this one. If you the over that. is the over is the better return as well. Minus one hundred eight is compared to minus one twenty. So yeah, maybe uh, if this was a game to watch. I would, or if I was saying a game to watch for the weekend, I would say this game, just because mm-hmm. I could see it being 5 nothing either way. It, and it, it could also be 0-0 zero, 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 and I wouldn't five. be surprised. And yeah. we, should <laughs> mention, everything. we should mention that the Bundesliga's winter break is coming to an end this weekend. Mm-hmm. It is the shortest it has been in a long time. Normally teams would get an extra two weeks off. But they are back in action this Saturday. Teams trembling the fact that Bayern is coming back to destroy them. Yeah. <laughs> Bayern, um, yeah, is Holland fit? I'm not sure yet. Yeah, but yeah, go Bayern. Um, <laughs> and with that, we shall bid you adieu. We wish everybody in the books. We wish everybody a happy new year. Um, stay safe and enjoy yourself. And get ready for this transfer window. Cheers to 2021.